1: Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson we're talking about goals in today's part two we want to hear God's voice goals your voice God your voice we don't want to rush ahead of God's voice we want his voice to be right there in the center of our goal setting don't we I had such a great time just the other night meeting with some of my top leaders I absolutely love these women shout out to you girls the simply for women women's team and they're amazing we we just sat around and we said okay Let's just trust the Lord this year before we move forward, before we we, we start projects and planning and ideas and all these things. We want to just to give God that space and to honor him. We've accomplished so many things in his name for him and seeing God just, I, I mean, the testimonies of the ways God has moved It's just really incredible, isn't it, when you sit down and think about it and when you talk about all the answers to prayer. I mean, one of the girls had opened a new Christian Counseling Center office and had so many awesome testimonies around what God did there. Another girl, she was a widow, and she said, you know, God has provided for me. I never dreamed when I lost my husband in a tragic truck driving accident that I would be able to recover for." from that. And I never imagined I would be able to recover financially. And now she has recovered. She not only has recovered, she's serving God. She has friends. She has her needs met. She, she is such a beautiful, incredible person. We, we just celebrated that. And we talked about how so many answers to prayer for grandchildren, you know, just prayers for grandchildren. We talked about some of those prayers for children. And that was incredible and got what all that God has done. It's amazing how he answers our prayers for children and grandchildren. Someone else, they had gotten into kind of a precarious situation unknowingly, unwittingly, and God had rescued them, truly rescued and protected. It wasn't easy, but we gathered around and prayed for, for comfort and for just consolation for this girl. And, and God truly met her and truly touched her heart of hearts. And, and that's what God wants to do for you. God wants to do that for you today and this week and in the coming weeks. And so we want to set some goals and maybe they are prayer goals. Maybe they are relationship goals for your family, for your health, different things. But God, God's going to meet you in those and he's going to help you. He's going to help you to be successful. Isn't that awesome that we serve an awesome, mighty God, a wonderful counselor? We serve the Prince of Peace. And he wants to step into our world personally, relationally, and help us, help us to be all that he's called us to be. So one of the things that we did as a team together was we prayed Proverbs 3, 6. And and let's just, I'm going to read that out loud to you. I remember this being my wedding verse I prayed and prayed and prayed this verse before I got married and 10 days after we got married moved all the way to Israel God was truly answering this verse as a prayer so go to Proverbs 3 5 to 6 and this may be the prayer you have for the whole year but it says trust trust in the Lord with all your heart lean not on your own understanding In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths or he will make your paths straight. And I love that when we read this together as a leadership team, we began to pray into that verse from that verse. And one of the girls said, God, I what I see is that you said to trust in the Lord with all your heart and acknowledge you in all our ways. And she said, God, sometimes sometimes. We only acknowledge you 80% of the time and let this year be different. Let this year be that we acknowledge you all the time with all of our heart. And I just thought that was really powerful. And that, that why don't we just pause right now together and pray that Lord, I I, I pray that this year, yes, we would trust you and acknowledge you in all of our ways and that we would acknowledge you and lean into you with all of our heart and not on our own understanding, God. Your ways are higher. Your ways are are above our ways. Your thoughts are more than our thoughts. So, God, we welcome you to lead us and guide us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, when you want the Lord's direction for your goal setting, you, the best way to get that is to simply acknowledge him and to begin to thank him. Thanking makes such a difference But at every pause, every turning point or every moment when you're just relaxed and you can breathe for a minute, you're not pressed for a particular decision, um, you can acknowledge God. And so when you can just say, I'm going to slow down for a minute, I want to acknowledge God. And this is what you do. This is what I do anyway, and I challenge you to put your hands in the air. Something about putting your hands in the air, it's like a child raising their hands up to their daddy or their mommy to pick them up. So I put my hands in my air, in the air, and this is what I pray. I say, God, I thank you. I thank you that you're in charge, that you're the boss of me, that you're the boss of everything that I'm doing. God, I thank you that you've been faithful in the past, and I know you'll be faithful in the future. God, I thank you that you're you have wisdom, and you are wise and all-powerful, and I just want to acknowledge you. And so I bring to you every question that I have, every decision that I have to make. I submit it to you. And I I want you to know that I'm willing to take responsibility, but I put you in charge of this problem, of this situation. And then as we do that, he's going to direct our path. And that's part of acknowledging him. You know, I, I may have already told you all this. I don't know. But I had my ovaries out this year. Woo. Too much information. But anyway, after that surgery, I was laying in bed and I, I felt like God said, acknowledge me. And that is part of how we do that. We just begin to verbally out loud tell him the place that he has in our life, that he's the greatest, that he's, he is all powerful and he already knows who he is. But it's good for him to hear it again, isn't it? <laughs> it's like you. It's like you with your best friend or you with your kids. They, they already know that you love them, but it's good for them to hear it again, isn't it? That you are. You are awesome, and I'm thankful for you, and I love you, and I see all these incredible qualities in you, and you declare those out. I was with a friend even today, and we were praying together, and I just said, you know, you have not stopped serving the Lord. And to me, that's incredible that you are a servant of the King. And even as, as she's been through some up and ups and downs and waiting on some tests and different things, she has not failed to keep serving God. And so I just declared that over and I just spoke that into her and said, I hope you know how precious that is to God. And I see it and I know that he sees it. So that's one of the things that you can do to trust the Lord and to acknowledge him. I think that's powerful. You know, every generation needs a voice of hope. Everyone needs someone to voice over them who they are and, and call out the good things that you see in them. You know, some, so many, so many people and experiences just beat us down, don't they? They tell us all the things that we aren't. And it's so easy to believe those lies. It's so easy to get down in our head and down on ourselves because that's, that's the accuser of the brethren. That's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to lie to us. And so we, we have to tell ourselves and the people that we love that all the things that God sees and, and what God's voice says over our lives. Ah, anyway, what about your life and context? We're talking about goals. We're talking about setting them, acknowledging God in the midst of everything, all the decisions we have to make. But I think about your life, there's a few chapters. You have the first chapter of your life. Well that was, you know, birth through kind of elementary school. I don't I doubt any of you are still in that chapter to set goals there. The second chapter of your life you're you're exiting high school, maybe you're going into college, you're a young adult, and you're beginning to make all these major decisions. You're going to make so many decisions. You're going to decide who you're going to marry, where you're going to live, what your career path is. I think we make some of the most major decisions in our lives before our brain is even fully formed at age 24. (laughs) And it's so true, isn't it? But maybe you're in the second half of your life. What about the third quarter of your life by now you're you know you're having kids you're seeing a few wrinkles you're you're growing in in your house in your career in all of those things and then the fourth quarter of our lives that's when wow we begin to slow down maybe you're in retirement phase and your kids are grown you're an empty nester and then we have what i call overtime <laughs> When you get really old, you're in overtime. These are the bonus years. You know, God promises us only a certain amount of years if we have the strength. But overtime is when, yeah, you're elderly, but you're still here, you still have energy, you're still you can still pray, you can still do certain things to serve the Lord. And what are the goals based on the season of your life? So think about that. Where are you at in your life? And what goal fits the time of your life. If, if you're in, in college, you're praying about your spouse. You're praying about your future husband or wife. And if you're in uh, the, the child raising years, that may be your goal. Your goals are family oriented. So we have to think about that. And then the other thing with our goals is the, where we want to hear God's voice is what area of your life, do you feel that God is prompting you to give some focus to this year? You think about your your season of life, and then you think about what area. may. And I'll just list a few for you. Is it physical, and should that finally have a priority in your life this year? I know for me personally, I have made so many physical goals, and I just am surprised that I'm invigorated by them. <laughs> you know, drinking water, walking, uh You know, eliminating certain things, adding healthy things. I've been eating pomegranate seeds lately. You know, there's so many things that you can do physically. Maybe that's your focus. What about intellectually? Maybe this year you're going to read through the Bible for the first time. And you know what? You can even do that with Pastor Doyle. That's my husband. He's going to talk with us on the second half of the show. And you can get his year in the Bible reading plan and read along with him five, 15 minutes a day. It's on my website at jenniferjackson.com. What about a social goal, a financial goal? Maybe there's a spiritual goal. We talked about that on our previous episode. You can have a marital goal, parental, vocational, or even an emotional goal. God, I don't want to be depressed this year. I want to experience your joy. Wouldn't that be a great goal? Well, I'm Jennifer, and my husband, Pastor Doyle, is going to be on the show with us just right after this break. So don't go anywhere except go to jenniferjackson.com. If you have an emotional goal to set, you can get my book there, Simply Joy, Rain or Shine. I also have journal sheets, journaling for this year so you can set all these wonderful goals and include the Lord in that process with you. Well, I'm Jennifer. You are listening to Simply for Women. Stay with us